welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number five of the Go For Two podcast, season number two. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, Lucas Saver with me. Lucas, how you doing, bud? Doing great. We ju- just recorded the uh, the Hometown Heroes segment. All right, anyone yes. listening to this, you l- finish listening to this, of course, because it's awesome and you want to listen to it. Absolutely. And then you immediately go to YouTube and you watch our YouTube series, which is Hometown Heroes, where we talk about the Titans and the Cowboys, where they're two most important teams in the league. Really, the only I don't two care teams if you're a Bills fan or a Ravens fan or something. Uh, those teams, eh. Boy. Eh. Right. Yeah. 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 No. no one wants to watch Lamar Jackson break his shin in like week two this year. And in and the Bills go out there and throw their backup quarterback in because they lost all faith in Josh Allen because he's garbo. All right. Yeah, you want to come here about Dak Prescott, you want to about here about uh Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott, all right? And top yeah, offensive lines. You want you want to hear about the dad? You want to hear about Taylor Lewan, the guy? Ooh. You come hang out, dad. watch come yeah, hang out, yeah. watch some hotel here. Ooh, ooh, it's gonna be spooky this year, bro. Solid spooks. Can't wait. I'm looking Can't forward wait. to the solid spooks, man. Um so uh first off, Mr. Jackson, of course, do we have any comments? We do have some comments. Casey, the MVP, ooh. proven his case. Got three different comments. Always. Here we go. Always, always. Number one, he said, uh, uh, y'all should go get you a Tampa TB12 jersey on the podcast and wear it. <laughs> All right. We'll have to Yo, get we are gonna, We're going to talk about the boy, but I don't know about buying his jersey. <laughs> uh, he said we got to get him. All right. He says, listen, he said, new best team of the 2020 season, Tampa, the Saints, 49ers, the Chiefs, New England, the Raiders as a surprise team. New and- England. That's what he said. That's what he said. And he said, and just maybe the Cowboys and Titans, if we're lucky. I mean, I feel you on the, we got to be lucky for that tart to happen. But the Raiders. I mean, and the Patriots. What? And the Patriots got, I don't even know what their quarterback's first name is. I mean, uh, Jared, I think it's Stidham. Is it, apparently they like I him. I knew his last name was Stidham or whatever. Uh, they, yeah, yeah, well, if they didn't we'll draft see, anybody, little, they have to like him. Yeah, I got a little deal on him later. Oh, oh okay, cool. Uh, last comment from Mr. Mr. Casey. He says, <laughs> oh, come on. It's not going to be a repeat of the best teams. Tampa will be the best team. Brady, Gronk, Evans, and a good defense. The GOAT, Brady, fantastic leader. Hey, if he wins, like I, we've talked about it before, man. If he takes Tampa to the Super Bowl in Tampa, that is just... That's Chalk a different level. That's a different level of goat status, man. If if he does that, like even right now, like personally to me, I don't think that like anyone else is considered the goat of all sports. Like when you think like who is the goat, like I, of everything, yeah. like I have to put like him above MJ. Yeah. I think that would solidify him. Retire. Yeah, just be just done. go go home. Or you know what? Come back and win again. Go, maybe to, the, go maybe to the next, next year. Go to the next team that's hosting the Super Bowl. Do it again. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they'll have the next Super Bowl in like New England or something, and you can you can go do that. Little LeBron James that, return. Would, yeah, they would. That would do be it. awesome, but they wouldn't do that. Um. Anyways, Mr. Jackson. So, talking about Brady. First off, so Mike yeah. Evans, um, with the wide receiver for Tampa Bay, has come out and he said that Tom Brady is going to change their franchise. Change it um, up. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I, w- I want to know what what you think about that because I'm a little I'm a little skeptical just a little bit just because it's like change the franchise, like I can understand like him coming in and making the locker room better and stuff. Yeah, but like I don't I don't know if he could just come in. We don't have training camp going on right now or anything because of COVID. Um, so I feel like I feel like this this virus is kind of hurting Tom Brady sure. honestly. And so I don't I don't know I I can understand him like coming in and helping, but I don't necessarily see him just coming in and changing it. Like making right. Patriots 2.0 or even just changing the culture completely or anything. Right. Completely changing the culture, changing the franchise is definitely something hard um, to do. But if anybody can do it, it's got to be TB12. Okay. He you have, have the, the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. You got, he, yeah. And you come in and you've already seen evidence of the Brady effect. NFL schedule just came out, Lucas. How many primetime games these guys got? Five, six. Five is is the max, right? Right. They have five. So they have, I mean, the last time the Buccaneers haven't ever had five time primetime games. So you're immediately coming in and making an effect on the franchise right away with having that many primetime games for the, uh, for the organization. Not only that, you're coming in, you're changing the locker room. Everybody knows that is the goat. He is the guy. Everybody is going to listen to him. Why? Because he has evidence to back it up. What he does works. 
And so I definitely buy that he can change the locker room and that he can cha help change the culture, right? He's bringing in some of his guys. Gronk came back out of retirement because he knew something special was happening in Tampa. Um, and right. I feel like... I mean, it was already starting to kind of change a bit, right? Because, you know, you brought in Bruce Arians, you know, a big-time NFL coach, and you're really trying to try to change that culture. Tampa's been, you know, the laughing stock of mediocrity over the past 10 years. And to have it immediately switch and flip on its head because you signed Tom Brady, and, you know, we got it's got us talking about the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl this year, right? So I feel like he has had a slight effect on changing the franchise. To completely change it, it's going to take a bit, but he definitely is already having an effect. Um, well, just to, just to come in behind that a little bit, you know, do you yeah. think there's a chance it rubs some people the wrong way? Maybe the Brady way to specific people on the team might cause some might cause some issues in the locker yeah. room, maybe? Oh, undoubtedly, but that's a good thing because sometimes you need those changes. Sometimes you need somebody to spark the conversation and open the discussion because sometimes people are just setting their ways. Okay, so if you guys ha you guys don't know, or I've been watching The Last Dance, right? The documentary with uh, MJ Chicago Bulls, right? For the 98 season. And I've really been enjoying that. But like the latest episodes, they're talking about MJ. He wasn't really liked by all of his teammates. He came in and he like he dogged on you and he talked crap to you and he made you get better. And Tom Bray is going to come in while he's a little more probably a little more likable than MJ. He's not going to take any, you know, quote unquote BS. He knows what it takes to win. He's been doing it for forever. So yeah, what's well, like they it's say gonna that cost if you run the rips. wrong route. Yeah, they say if you run the wrong route, like he'll He'll be like, hey, man, you know, like, like you need to do such and such next time. And if you go yeah. out and you mess up again, he's going to like, get in your face. Yeah. Sometimes you need that on a team. Not everybody responds right. to that well, but I feel like because, you know, he has a clout because he's Tom Brady, the goat. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more well received. It's going to he's going to ruffle some feathers. He's going to make some people uncomfortable. But to change the organization, to, to change up that team is necessary. OK. I, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I like it. I'm like I, I hope I hope he does. Uh, I just I just worry about the bad eggs, man, because I don't I don't really know a lot about uh, the players in that locker room, um, but I know that they've got some good, like they got a good foundation in terms of like skill. Right. So, and I, I wouldn't be look forward to seeing them play. I wouldn't be surprised if it rubs you know some people the wrong way, and maybe they don't end up playing, or maybe they just I don't know they want to. They give up or something. I don't know. It's going to happen. You're, as long as the coach is on his side, it'll be yeah. okay. Which I think Bruce Arians would be on his side. Yeah. And you got to have the big dogs. Mike Evans got to be on your side. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he's got, I mean, he's been having Jameis Winston throw to him for a while. I'm sure he is ecstatic to, have, to have the goat throw to him. He's man. like, yo, Tom Brady didn't have to get, you know, eye surgery to, for him to be able to see a road sign. So we're moving up in the world. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> he's the guy. Um, so next up, uh, so Jamal Adams, Jets. Yeah. I know it's been going on forever, but we, we got to talk about it a little bit. Okay. I do believe he did sign uh, some kind of contract or he was offered a franchise tag. Yeah. And I think he did sign it. I'm not a thousand percent sure on that. But in light of that, in the darkness, there's still rumors going on apparently. Yeah. And so apparently there's still rumors that are lingering around about the Jets trading him and he wants a trade and the Jets want to trade him, but they can't find what they want. Mm -hmm. And I, I just I just want to know, like, number one, is Jamal Adams overrated? Uh, probably in sense of people want he they, the Jets want a first round pick for him. Um, I only know this because the trade talks were going on for a long time. And at, last year we were kind of at the epicenter of those trade talks because safety in the secondary has always been kind of a weak point for the Dallas Cowboys, um, especially since Dion left. You know, we haven't really had that shutdown guy since he left. Right. Byron Jones was the closest thing we've had yet, but he's over with the Dolphins now, getting that um, secure in the bag. Oh. So, anyway, what they wanted, what a lot of Cowboys fans wanted to do last year was trade the first round pick for Adams and have him come in and make an immediate impact. Yes, he's a good safety. Yes, he could you know, it could be an all pro safety. Um, and yeah, I guess he really wants out of New York and New York is tired of dealing with him. And eventually someone's going to bite. If they'll take a third round pick, they could trade him today. But I think, oh, yeah. but, or, you know, maybe even a second, but, um, 
it seems the Jets are seem to be really set that they want a one for him. Um, overrated in terms of like all pro right now, yeah, probably. But he is really, really good and can develop to be right. something even better. Um, right. I, I wonder. I wonder if there's some some worries about locker room issues, maybe with his attitude and stuff, the way he's kind of handled I can see this that. stuff. Um, but at the same time, when you're a part of a terrible franchise like the Jets, who they like, they themselves probably don't handle stuff that well. Your head coach is Adam Gase, looking around like this at press conferences, yeah. you know, and stuff. So, um, I'm glad we I didn't can trade. Why he would be frustrated? Yeah, I'm glad we didn't trade our first round picks. I ended up being C.D. Lamb. I'd rather have Lamb than Adams, personally. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Plus, you, I mean, you got they, him at a cheaper contract for five years. The Jets just need to go ahead and, and sell that team to Gary V. Let Gary V come in and make the changes and do the things. I know he's always wanted to own the Jets, so just sell the team to Let's Gary V. Let's sell it v. to Jay Z, man. What's up? You know he wants a New York team. Oh, yeah, dude. Jay-Z, yeah, Jay Z will buy it. Get, get some people in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, what, what, what have we talked about, Lucas? The Redskins need a complete change from the top to the bo- top down. And how do you change that? You got to change the owner. You got to change the owner. And until that's done, it's not nothing substantial is going to be made. So I can see him wanting out. I totally agree. Um. So, anyways, Jackson. Yeah, 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 this yeah. This yeah. week we're gonna start something that I'm I'm pretty stoked for. I think it'll be pretty awesome. Uh, there's a chance for it to really, really be cool for us. I think and so really too. Fill in some time for all of us that are waiting for the NFL to start. So I don't know if anyone knows or not, mm-hmm. um, but the schedules came out for the Ooh. NFL season. Yes. Okay. That means we know who's playing who each week and when they're playing. We got it and all. And that means we can start doing predictions. Even though we are like, I forget if we're 18 or if we're 19 weeks away from the NFL season starting. We're a ways. It doesn't start till September, but that's the right. fun part of this. That actually the timeline lines up perfectly. I think this is a exactly. fantastic idea. Lucas continues to be a prophet, and I absolutely right. adore him. So. For the next 19 weeks, what we're going to do is we're going to each week, we're going to go through the games for like like this week. We're going to do the week one games. We're going to do our predictions for them. Next week, we'll do week two and we'll go all the way through all 16 weeks of the NFL season. Yes. And then we'll have two weeks to do the playoffs and then we'll have a week to do the final Super Bowl at the end. And that will give us um, or we might even like wrap up the playoffs in the Super Bowl a little early. And then finally, in the last week, we'll do our full playoffs deal and maybe give some preseason rankings and all that. So you, you never know. We, you we never, can do all you never know stuff. what we can do. And there's also going to be some storylines that come through some of these games week to week, you know, uh, some different themes. So we're super excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ready yeah. to do it, man. So, I'm ready. So it's super cool. All right. You're going to join in every week. You're going to come in and you're going to you're going to listen to us and you're going to disagree with us or you're going to agree with us. And it's going to be a fantastic time. Yes. And at the end of this road, we'll have our predicted Super Bowl winner and our bracket and everything, just like we did last year. It'll be all set. And yeah, and it'll be awesome. Dude. And think about it this. Each week we do this as we get farther and farther along. We are getting closer and closer to kickoff, and that's really what matters, guys. That's really exactly. What it's a little, it's a, it's a little countdown to kickoff, right? A little, little countdown. Hum, 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 hum. Week one predictions, Mr. Ooh, Jackson. Let's let's get into it, man. To start it off, we will have week one Thursday night football, Texans at the Chiefs. Nice little, re- nice little rematch from the uh, divisional round. Loving this right here. Let, let's let's revisit what, what happened last time. Texans were up what twenty four to nothing, with right around six yeah. minutes left in the second quarter. Okay, Bill O'Brien, in his great strategic mind, decides to go Genius. for it on his own twenty, fourth down instead of punt the ball away and potentially going to the half. You know, up by twenty four points, or you know, even if the Chiefs got a field goal or something, up by three scores. Instead of doing that, he decides to go for it. The Chiefs then, of course, take possession and start their comeback. And also, they were they ended up being in the lead before the second quarter was over. They scored twenty eight points in six minutes because that's what Patrick Mahomes does. Jesus. Okay, so I I mean, I mean, for that, and 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 let's let's also look at this. The Texans have since then. Arguably, the Texans have gotten worse. They definitely have. Since then, you have traded away the best wide receiver in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. Definitely. And But you've added Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb and a injury-prone David Johnson. Mm. I think they got worse um, since then. So... I gotta go with the defending champs here. I'm going with the with Pat with Mahomes. 
I'm going with them and the boys. Uh, I'm also, yeah, I'm also going to go with the Chiefs. Um, it's it's week one. I think there's a chance that they come out a little a little sluggishly because they're they're the Super Bowl champs. But I also think there's a there's a chance they come out and they're like, it doesn't matter. You guys are bad. We beat you last time because you were bad. Your yeah. coach is bad. Your organization's bad. They're coming off. Beat you. They're coming off the highest of highs at this moment, um, and the Texans are coming off, you know, a, a disappointing run in the playoffs. Um, maybe their team dynamic works. I just don't see it. Uh, not against KC. Not not against opening day. Yeah. So so I'm also gonna go Chiefs. Um, yeah. Starting off Sunday, we're gonna start off with the noon games. Yes. And then just work our way through. Um, first game, it. Seahawks at the Falcons. Seahawks at the Falcons, of course, of course. And I have you right here. Okay, yes. Um, so here we go. With coming into this game, um, hopefully the Falcons are a little bit more healthy. But by that same token, the Seahawks will be too. Later on in the playoffs, they had a receiving core that was severely depleted uh, with Tyler Lockett missing some time. Um, Russell Wilson was in MVP form for a good majority of the time last year. Might take him a little time to kind of get into it, but I'm predicting he's going to be in early MVP form straight away, right as soon as the season starts. I'm going to go with the Seahawks uh, over the fountains on the road. Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with the Seahawks. I don't see there, there's something about the Falcons, man. Since they lost, they just can't they can't get something going. Matty Ice has a good day, and then he's got a bad day. I know they got Todd Gurley now, which you hope improves your running game. Right. But it's just yeah, it, it, you can't bet on them. You they know, are opening not, up not until we get into the season, and they're like seven and zero, and right. then I believe in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, and again, you're opening it up at home. The, the Seahawks got to come all the way across the country. But I'm betting on Pete Carroll. I'm betting on Russell Wilson. I think DK Metcalf could have a really good second year. Halfbacks so. with fresh legs. Yeah, Half, um, exactly. Probably, possibly sign Marshawn Lynch by that time, too, and have him come in in goal line situations. We'll exactly. see what happens. Yeah, I got Seahawks. Next up game, Jackson, I have the Browns at the Ravens. This is actually a really cool game. Yes. All right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this, honestly. I think this will be a great game. And I've got to go with the Browns. Interesting. Okay? Interesting. We're, 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 I've got a little deal on this later. I kind of think the Browns, contrary to last year, are flying under the radar a little bit this year. they got some new coaching staff stuff coming in. And I think that they have the weapons and the ability to put points on the Ravens that the Ravens can't put points back on them. I know yeah. Lamar Jackson won the MVP. I know that they were the number one rushing team in the league. And I also know that that means that they are a lower scoring team. They are a slower team. And there's a chance Baker comes out and throws, look, you know, it's 21 to 7 at halftime. Yeah, for sure. I want you to look. I don't know if you can see it on the cam. But I wrote on here, I wrote surprise upset. Potential. Ooh. I wrote surprise upset potential. Now I'm still picking Baltimore, but this is one of those games where I have them on upset watch because you got the Ravens coming in. They were uh, they were just picked apart by the Titans in almost every single way in the divisional round last year. They thought they were the best team in the game. Obviously not. Um, and but I think the Browns with the new coaching staff, they have a lot of potential here. They add significant depth on their offensive line. OBJ is in a kind of a prove it deal to the not just to himself and the team, but to the rest of the world. People are questioning if he's a top receiver anymore. I have this on upset watch, but I also like what the Ravens did in the offseason and did in the draft. And I for me, being at home, that gives them the edge um, in week one. But I do okay. have surprise upset alert. It's that a big potential there, week one. Okay. Well, we're on the same page, Jackson. We're on the same wavelength, man. It's crazy. Um, Next game I got is the Jets at the Bills. This is obviously a win for the Bills. Okay. Same. The Bills are going to own this division this year. They have no competition. It's over. It's over. I did write a little something in the margins. I put Stephon Diggs gets shut down, but the Bills are still better. Way too early prediction for you, Lucas. Stephon Diggs makes no impact in the first game, but still somehow they come out with a dub. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think That's he gets wild. shot. I think they're going to come out and they're going to look to prove that they made the right decision. I agree with in you. In the trade that they did, and they're going to they dropping yep. bombs. It is their division to lose this year. I would be highly surprised if the Bills don't run away with this division. 
the only thing honestly I'll, I'll say this real quick the only thing that i see hurting the bills in terms of losing the division is their quarterback yeah we're getting he got way to too an, he got way too antsy to in the playoffs last year he had he had the game one against houston in the wild card round and he literally right. just fumbled the ball yeah like he tried to um, make it was crazy Next up game, I have the Raiders at the Panthers. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So Henry Ruggs debut coming in here. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go first. I got the Panthers winning at home. I got uh, Bridgewater and I got Christian McCaffrey. Um, I have uh, Matt Rule coming in with a, with a, with a new uh, style here. I feel like the Raiders, I feel like they missed. We did their draft uh, grades a couple weeks back. I felt like, you know, they they, they kind of reached on a couple of their picks. Um, it would have been some of the picks that, you know, obviously, I mean, you and me, we're not scouts or anything, but some yeah. unconventional picks. So we're going to see if those picks work out uh, here in this week one. But I'm going with the Panthers at home. Yeah, I'm also going with the Panthers at home. Obviously, they're at home, which helps them. Uh, you got Christian McCaffrey. You've got every, everything you said, honestly. Like, I could literally repeat. I could literally yeah. repeat everything that you said. And it just, to me, it just proves that um, I think they're the better team. Yeah. And they're at home. And I think I think they, they don't have as much stuff going on behind the scenes. All right. I think the Raiders got a little something, something going on behind the scenes. A little, a little people maybe losing trust in uh, Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, and so, honestly, I'm looking for Mariota to, to be a starter later on in the year. I will Quite show that in my predictions. I like it. And and so I've got I've got the Raiders losing this week. Um, next up, Mariota. we have the Bears at the Lions. Okay. Oh, yes. This is, this is a little tricky, but yeah. I've got to I've got to pick the Bears. Same. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, I have them picked. I think well. the Lions are a good team. I think Stafford's a good quarterback. I think uh, Patricia's a good coach. I just Okuda's Bears, debut. Yeah, I think the Bears have too much though, I, and I'm, yeah. I'm looking at Trubisky really trying to kick it into another gear. I don't necessarily know that he will, but I think it is. Uh, you know, you push a you push a wounded animal into a corner only so far before it. Uh, yeah. before it bites back and I think there's right. a chance that he might try to come out and prove some stuff and if he can get some stuff going in this game uh, they could run away with it especially with the defense that they have look man uh, we were talking about Chicago I have Chicago coming in and winning this game as well uh, with a couple different points from you they declined his fifth year option he's in a prove it year deal uh, right now with Chicago um, they, they went out and they sent a signal they picked up Nick Foles to be the backup the Super Bowl MVP uh, but you know Trubisky's going to start the year um he has to prove to the world, to himself, to the team that he was worth getting picked before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, um, who apparently the Chicago Bears didn't even talk to Deshaun Watson, which is kind of mind blowing to me that you. It was like a false. It's like false information they put out. I read a deal that said that yeah. Watson and his agent put it out to create interest within other teams and stuff. Uh, it's all it was a bunch of behind the scenes stuff going on with yeah. the draft and everything, man. Um, I still think the Bears got a little bit too much especially that defense Matt Stafford doesn't really have a whole whole lot of weapons Galladay is still coming into his own I got Chicago on the road um next game up you have Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah before we predict anything um I've got to say that I've seen two stats earlier today there's one team that is favored to win every single game that Mm -hmm. is the Ravens and there is one team that is favored to lose every single game and that is Jacksonville. Okay. Wow. Um, Minshew mania fails again. <laughs> That's what I'm Colts saying. Winning. I got the Colts winning on the road too. Minshew mania. The mustaches aren't going to be powerful enough. They have a lot of rookies coming in. It's going to take them a couple of weeks before they get them. You know, they get the games under their belt and they, you know, get some experience mm-hmm. out there. Um, have they been drafting well? Sure, but the Colts got too much. Rivers comes out and has a big day in Jacksonville. Yeah, I just want to – everyone um, – I've heard a bunch of hype about the Colts. I don't necessarily agree it, agree with the hype for their team. Mm-hmm. If you look at their schedule, though, the first half of their schedule is so easy, Jackson. They could literally go 7-0 before they meet us. I think I think we play them like week eight. And you they're, just got to put them in the dirt. 
could literally like there's literally a chance they're like seven and oh jeez and that and i and that's just if you start like that because your schedule is so easy yeah you're, you're almost guaranteed to make the playoffs absolutely you steal a couple games that on the second half of the season and yeah. and then it's one of my in. problems with the schedule the scheduling is a little weird this year um yeah it's a little funky yeah. Next up, uh, I do have the uh, Packers at the Vikings. Packers at the Vikings. I'm going to surprise you with this one. I'm picking Minnesota at home against really uh, against the Green Bay Packers and, and Matt Leffler. I feel like the um, trouble and turmoil going on within the back and behind the scenes in Green Bay is causing some issues. Um, who knows? It's up to Aaron Rodgers to decide how he wants to handle this um, the situation. Um, does he want to embrace the new quarterback? Does he want to just completely reject the team um, with all this COVID stuff? How, you know, have uh, they been on the same page? Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, I don't know. They didn't go out and get him a weapon. Um, so I'm, I'm picking Minnesota. I liked what they added in the draft, um, and they're at home. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers. Probably surprises really? you. Surprises yeah. me for sure. I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, I know the Vikings had a pretty good draft. They lost to Fawn Diggs. I know there's the rumors that are going on with the Packers and the draft that they did have. At the end of the day, though, I do think there is a chance that Aaron Rodgers, that bad man, goes out to prove that he deserves the bad man bad. That's true. That is absolutely um, true. I can see that. And what better way to make a statement to your team, your coach, the league, than to come out and beat the Vikings at home, which is a statement game if they come out and just throttle them, uh, and if Aaron Rodgers has a beautiful game. So, ooh. Both of us kind of go for some some different little picks there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have the Dolphins at the Patriots. I am going to pick the Dolphins. Really? Tua, yeah, Tua's going to come out. I think Tua will be the starter this year. Okay. Um, even if Tua isn't the starter, I still think they win. The Patriots are losing pieces. People are losing faith in the organization. They've lost Tom Brady. It's The world is crumbling. I know you still have Bilicek, and I know that he is a legend, and he is the GOAT of football coaches. Um, but it is just – it's hard. It's hard for me not to pick the Dolphins with the upgrades that they've made. Um, I think it's going to really, really going to be a defensive battle. I think it's going to be hard for the Patriots to move the ball against them, considering the weapons that the Patriots have. Uh, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the Dolphins. I feel on you on the road. I feel you. I like this part of the schedule for the Dolphins because you're at New England week one. That means you don't have to go to New England in December, and that is huge for your schedule. You get to play them in do. September, okay? And they have to come to your hometown. However, yep. despite that, despite Tua and the draft, for all the reasons that you just said, you still have Bill Belichick. You still have one of the better defenses. Tua's going to have a really hard time trying to move the ball down the field. He's Even if he comes in, he's going to be inexperienced. He's going to be in unfamiliar territory. I feel like the Dolphins, that the Patriots will edge them out in this game because of the inexperience coming in for Miami. Later on down the road when they're at home, might be a different story. Depends on what happens with the Patriots quarterback situation. But I'm going to go with experience and that the fact that they are at home. The Patriots very rarely lose at home. Of course, Tom Brady's out of the equation at the moment, but I feel like they their defensive personnel is just a little bit too much. I like their right. special teams. Uh, next up, you have the Eagles at the Redskins. I think this is easy for all of us to assume that the Eagles are going to win. Yes. Uh, the Redskins are garbage. Sorry, uh, Chase Young. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Philly's going to come out. They're going to win game one. Uh, even though they're on the, even though they're on the road, this, this is the same game that week one from last year. Philly on the road in Washington. Philly came out and won. Let's not forget Philly's getting Deshaun ba- Jackson back and Alshon Jeffrey. They also added to the wide receiving core. They addressed that issue in the draft. Uh, Carson Carson Wentz should have a better year. Um, I mean, they're just better in all facets of the game in terms of personnel. So, um, a little too much for the Redskins this uh, this week. Um, next up, you have the Chargers traveling to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. Getting into the 3 o'clock games. Yes. I'm uh, picking the Bengals. You are. You're picking Burrow at home. I am. The Chargers, eh. I, I'm, eh. 
I think they don't. They don't give me. I I think Joey Bosa is going to have a day. I think he's going to get two sacks on the game. I think he's going to force a fumble. I feel like the Chargers defense is too much, man. I do. I I think now Burrow is amazing. He's in college. He was fantastic. Best statistical year ever. Okay, but this is a completely different league. I don't think he's going to be a bad quarterback. I think he'll be a good quarterback, but I'm going with the Chargers on the road. Tyrod's more experienced. Um, I like the pieces that they added, and um, I think it's going to take a little while for – I mean, there's a reason why Burrow was picked number one, right, to come in and try and fix this team. The Bengals were absolutely awful last year. And, yes, they've added some key pieces, but I don't think Burrow fixes it enough to take out L.A. Right. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, I know you brought up Burrow's name a lot, but I want to bring up some other names. Joe Mixon still had 1,000 rushing yards last year, I believe. Um, yep. And A.J. Green is expected to be back, I do think. And it's another one of those deals where they want to prove something, make yep. sure that, you know, show the world that they made the right move. Um, they have a chance to come out. They've got plenty of time to game plan for this. It's at home and... I just there's something about the Chargers that freak me out, man. Like they're just a weird team. They are. Like they, you know, they they don't. They're either nasty and competing for the division, or they're. Just I feel like they're not clutch out. at all, and I feel like I don't want to say I feel like they're just random. It's yeah. just, they're just random. It's kind of all over. You don't know place. what's gonna happen. Like when it, when they gain a bunch of hype, they lose, and then. They lose when they're bad, too. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they're a mediocre team. I think Cincinnati's mediocre, too, but I think me, I think they're, like, trying to chase greatness, and they're trying to get better. Oh, yeah, and I applaud them for that. Absolutely. But I think the Chargers are just strange, man. They're it's strange. It's kind of a weird game. It's kind of a weird game. I'm going to go with experience, so that's what's going to give me, yeah. uh, especially um, week one. Next up, we have the Buccaneers at the Saints. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. What a game this is, Lucas. You got Brady versus Breeze, week number one. Saints are at home. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Now, here's the thing. I looked up some numbers. Oh, man. Drew Breeze is 3-7 and seven in week one games. Really? 3-7 and seven in week one games. Um well, at least with the Saints. So, I am going to go with TB12 and the Buccaneers on the road in the Superdome to steal week one. They have a lot of hype coming in. They are ready to go. Mike Evans is super ecstatic. You got Chris Godwin giving up his number. You got Gronk. They are just so loaded. I don't think the Saints defense will be able to keep up. Now, on the opposite side... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have one of the best run uh, defenses in the league. I don't think Kamara is going to be able to run the ball effectively. That turns the Saints into a one-dimensional throwing team. Bree's going to have to come out and pass 50 times week one. I don't think his arm's going to be quite warmed up yet. And I think the Buccaneers are going to come in and steal one. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Saints. The Saints are at home. You've got Sean Payton and Drew Brees and their team have more of a connection, I think. And I think this connection is going to matter a lot um, when you're playing a team that's just now adding Tom Brady that hasn't thrown to these wide receivers that much, hasn't been able to get with these guys, hasn't been in the locker room as much as you would normally expect due to all the COVID stuff. Um, Gronk has been out of play. This is his first game in forever. Yeah, He's going to have to get back into the swing of things. Um, no one on that team is going to be able to cover Michael Thomas, just like no one else in the league can cover Michael Thomas. True. And, you know, I just I just see – I see number one being at home and the connection that the team has compared to the connection that the Buccaneers have. I don't want to compare the Buccaneers to the Browns coming out last year. Um but they are that team that I believe is going to be overhyped for week one, maybe not for the year, but for week one, I think it's a, it's a bit much to ask of them to go into the Saints stadium and beat them. So, um, for sure, for sure. I mean, you the Saints yeah. definitely being at home. It's a compelling argument. Um, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with the TB 12 effect. Yeah. Uh, Next game, you have the Cardinals at the 49ers. I hate this game. It's an ugly game. I don't know why 
you have the Cardinals playing the 49ers week one. They couldn't find any other sexier team for the 49ers to play, I guess. You got DeAndre Hopkins making this Cardinals debut, right? Best wide receiver in the league. He's going to be opposite Larry Fitzgerald, right? Um, uh, and you got They're going to get slapped. You got Kyler Murray coming in, but that 49ers defense is actually improved. Think about it, which is hard to even think about. They've added some significant pieces on the wide receiver front as well. So I'm looking for the 49ers to come out and, and win this game in a pretty dominant yeah. fashion. I'm, I'm going with the 49ers also. I don't think it's going to be close. And I don't have faith in the Cardinals quarterback or their head coach. Kyler Murray is still a question mark to me, and their head coach is strange. So no, that's another great. one of those things, man. They're weird. It's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to do the Texas Ted, Texas Tech air raid spread offense in the NFL. Um, yeah. So. Um, so last game for Sunday – Cowboys at the Rams, Jackson. Waiting all day for Sunday night. I have been waiting all year for this game, Lucas. This this to me has a common theme, and that's big, big cash. Okay, you think about this, you think about this right here. You got the LA Rams brand new stadium, 5.6 billion with a B dollars into that stadium. One of the most expensive stadiums ever created. Um, you have uh Dak who's probably gonna be coming off signing his brand new contract for an exorbitant amount. Of money you got jerry jones on his you know drafting from his 250 million dollar yacht this has big money big cash written all over it therefore high stakes therefore intense football rams in their home opener looking nice i got the cowboys coming out and taking a w i feel like the rams have lost a lot of key personnel over the past couple of years um and i, I look for Dak to come in and have a big game yeah i'm also gonna go with the cowboys um you know, Rams get a new stadium. That's cool. Get some hype going. But I don't see uh, – I just don't – I don't I don't see them – I don't see them beating the Cowboys with what they got. They keep losing people, like you said. And I don't think they're going to be able to keep up overall because it's just – it's just not in their favor, man. It's like the Hunger Games. The odds are not in your favor, man. You lost Todd Gurley. You lost Brandon Cooks. You lost some offense, offensive linemen. You had to reorganize some cap structures for uh, for Jared Goff to make the J- Jalen Ramsey deal work. So it's they have a lot of different holes. Yeah. I like their coaching. I like their style, but a little too much. Yeah, I had to I had to look back at our calling it's and bets because I thought there might have been a chance that I called it or I bet that uh, Andy Dalton would be the Cowboy starter week one due to Dak Prescott holding out. I know I definitely talked about it and I thought that yes. there was a good chance it happens. So I'm still going with Andy Dalton and the Cowboys beating the Rams. All right. All right. Hey, there we go. There, there um, we go. I still even with Andy Dalton, I still think we win that game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what I was saying. So next up, you got Monday Night Football. We have a doubleheader for Week One. Ooh, 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 it's a good time. Ooh, that's um, wonderful. So the first game is the Steelers at the Giants. This could get ugly. This could get very ugly, right? You got the terrible towels are going to be uh, throwing them all over the field. Here's the thing. You got Steelers coming in. You have one of the most uh, surprising teams from last year, right? They were injury prone. They had the whole AB drama. He left the building. Le'Veon Bell left you. Big Ben got injured. The Killer Bees were out. You had a backup quarterback, and you had a quarterback literally get hit over the helm, over the head with a helmet in in Cleveland. Um, but I feel like they're going to be coming back. They're going to come back having a resurgence. The Giants are going to lose this game week one. I got uh, Pittsburgh coming in strong as, as yeah, they come in I healthy. De- I definitely agree. Definitely agree. The Steelers are going to come in, and Big Ben's going to be nice and rested because my man's been growing a nice beard, nice quarantine beard. Yeah. All right? And beards give you superpowers. We all know that. This is true. Uh, yeah, so we, they're going to win. Um, Mike Tomlin. Last game. Always a candidate for head coach or head coach of the year. I'm just trying to throw that out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last game of the week, Titans at the Broncos, Monday Night Football at like nine o'clock at night. I We're have waited be up longer than anyone else, <laughs> longer did. than anyone else, except for the Bronco fans and the other Titan fans to finally get to watch my team play some football. You know, the crazy and thing is you actually have to wait longer because in the, your time zone, you're an hour ahead of Denver. So you have to wait an hour longer than they do. There you you have to, you have to wait the longest in the league to watch your team play. That's what I'm saying. It's wild. <laughs> they did it's that wild, to you man. on purpose this year. They saw the podcast and they just to spite you, Lucas. They probably did. And you know what? That's fine. 
That's fine, all right? Because we all know that the NFL is rigged and that the Chiefs didn't deserve to make it to the Super Bowl. But we don't, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm still upset the Titans didn't win. Um, I know, but I know. Second anyways, best team in the league, though. Uh, Titans at the Broncos. Look, look, here's here's some things, Jackson. First off, you got to know that the Titans suck in Denver. Okay. Yeah. You got the elevation difference. Altitude, We're playing yeah. over there. We we benched our quarterback against the Broncos last year. We didn't score a point. Okay. We haven't beat them like the last three times we've played them at home, um, which has been like three years in a row, which is strange or two or whatever. Uh, this will be like three, whatever. But um, I, I'm, I still got to pick us to win. Yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't pick them. And we got to play Jarrell Casey. And I'm scared of what he's going to do to our poor second year right guard Nate Davis that poor man yeah he put knows him in body he knows he's in put him in a casket Jack alright so I, I still this, gotta pick the Titans this interesting matchup right the Denver defense is beginning better and better the Titans obviously losing their right tackle Jack Conklin over to the Browns uh, but they drafted a big time right tackle um I like the Titans in this game as well. You've lost several games in Denver. You're due for a W. And what better way to come off an AFC Championship appearance than going into Denver and shutting down Drew Locke and shutting down um, Jerry Judy uh, to win the game. So I like the Titans in this one. Yeah. Something real quick I want to add on to that is um, I know I've I've said a couple times about how this COVID stuff is hurting specific teams. Yeah, I think it honestly hurts everyone. I think it really hurts the Titans because this would have been Tannehill's first, like, I'm the starter training camp. Yeah. This is how we're going to run things. Um, But at the same time, I think it hurts other teams more just for the fact of who our coach is. Yeah. I think in a way, if there is um, a staff that is going to figure out the best way to take advantage of the situation that we're in and make sure our players are prepared both mentally and physically when it comes time to play football, I think Mike Vrabel is going to be one of the best to do that yeah. in the league. So I look for the Titans to be probably the best prepared team in the NFL, maybe other than the Patriots. Um yeah. For week one, honestly. I, I really look for us to be one of the most prepared teams out there. I so too. Although, week one's always a crapshoot, man. For it's every weird. Team, weird it's stuff always. happens. I think we'll probably get most of these wrong, which is weird to say. But, um, I mean, it, it is it is what – yeah, I think so. Coach Raves and Coach Raves we trust, right? For the boys, they're going to come out there. I, I, got, yep. I got faith, man. They're going to go out. They're going to go get that dub real quick. Right. Yep. Drew so that is experience. it for our week one predictions. Um, I'm not sure when I'll start keeping up with what our actual record for the different teams are. I'll probably just tally that up at the end when it comes time to do the playoffs. That way, that's we what see I was going to do. I, where. I print it off. I'm going to keep a. I'm going to keep these in a folder. Yep. And do that. We'll just keep it. Um, and it's now time for take it or leave it, and then we will wrap it up, Mr. Jackson. My favorite for those part of, you of the pod that do not know. Yes, this is Jackson's favorite part of the pod. Okay, mm-hmm. and secondly, it's a it's a it's self-explanatory. All right, I, I say like five statements to Jackson. He takes or leaves it. I take or leave it. We talk about it. It's a fun time, and it throws in some variation with our pod. <gasps> Number one, Jackson Flaxen Wallace. Hit me with it, brother. Jarrell Casey will get revenge week one. Oh, well, we just and, talked. And by, and by revenge, you don't necessarily have to say that like they'll they, win, but like my man might have like two sacks or something. You know, I'm gonna, like I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold. I think he will get revenge. I think the Titans still win the game, but Jarrell Casey's going to have three sacks on the day. Ooh. Three. Count them up. He might do it. He knows. He knows the boys, man. He knows the boys. Like you said, he's going to go up against that uh, second-year right guard, right? You got some You got, you got some holes on the old line you got to fix. You lost Jack Conklin. Got to tram some guys, bring some guys in. I feel like Jarrell Casey is going to be mo- more motivated than ever. He's going to be at home. He's going to be used to that elevation by then. He's going to have a big day. Three sacks on the day. Yeah, Drill the, Casey. The schedules came out, and Casey said, week one's going to be special. So. I say yes. Take it. Yeah. I think he was a little hurt by us getting rid of him. I would be, I'm too, a for hurt. a seventh-round pick. Yeah, I'm still hurt. Um, number two, Jackson. Uh, Rams got five primetime games, and that's ugly. Yes. You know why they I'm got gonna... five? You know why they got five primetime games? They got a new stadium. The, the NFL wants to show off that stadium to everybody else. That's the only reason why. 
that's it like what part so of the ugly man when yeah. you're looking at the schedules and you see the rams got five primetime games why do we have ugly. the why do we have the five why do we have the rams on there five times like what have they done to add to their team were they a monday night football sensation two years ago absolutely they were they were fantastic but since then they've lost brandon cooks you have cooper cup Lily, the only wide receiver on that team you have uh you've lost todd Gurley, who is your franchise back you've added in Jalen ramsey who is a lot room problem and also you have to pay him an exorbitant amount of money to keep him because you were trying to go all in to make sure you still had it because you were upset you lost Super Bowl so I I don't understand why they have five primetime games I can understand two maybe three but I gotta watch them five times in primetime why um yeah I'm I'm gonna take it to they're not winning their Uh, division yeah no no next up Titans at the Ravens is a noon kickoff Ooh. I'm leaving it because that is I don't like that. I don't like that. It's the rematch of the AFC championship. Yeah. And I'm it is a to... noon kickoff on a Sunday. Yeah, why 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 is it a noon kickoff? Are you saying like That's it should be? Like I don't know. Like it. it is a noon kickoff. I think it should be a, a Monday night football, a Sunday night football. Oh, a Thursday, you can't yeah. do a Thursday night football game. Absolutely. Or even a, or even a 3:30 game. You got a rematch of the divisional round where the Titans showed what they have on the world stage. Yeah, and we yeah, in the in the you know wild card round they go into New England, right? And they win that game. Tom Brady's last pass as a Patriot is a inter- is a pick six, right? That's a thing, okay. But then everybody expected Baltimore to be in the AFC Championship game with Kansas City. Everyone expected that, but the Titans showed them up, and we laid out the formula for you right here on the pod. We told yeah. you this is how, this is how they're going to win. They're going to go at fourteen nothing because the pa- Ravens are going to make mistakes. Yeah, it it's, should it's definitely a be a Monday Night Football of- game. Yeah, it's, it's a rematch of two of the top three teams in the AFC. Yeah. From last year, and I feel I feel like it deserves more than a noon kickoff. We also played the Patriot. We also played the Steelers, and didn't get a three thirty or a later game. But that rivalry is not really there anymore. That used to be a big game. Um, yeah. When we had Eddie George and Steve McNair, but just I, I really thought the Titans Ravens rematch would would be a big deal. Um, I would think so. I mean, they're both. I mean, they're both kind of favored to win their divisions this year. Whether they do or yeah. not, I'm not sure, but they're favored. Well, just but just solely based off last year, just because the playoffs, I thought it would be a a later game past noon. Um, next one, are we sleeping on Jared Stidham? Are we sleeping on him, Jackson? I think we low key might be Lucas. I think so. I'm, like, I'm gonna take it too. I feel like we're kind of sleeping. I feel on like him. I we think are. He's gonna be garbage. I've been hearing a. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be garbage. Is that what you said? I think he's gonna be garbage. But like, yeah. I mean, everything I've been hearing. Everything I've been hearing coming out of Foxborough says the front office loves him. This is their guy. This is why they didn't get, go out and get somebody in the draft. This is why they didn't try and pick up somebody for agency. I don't know. I can't wait for the preseason and the regular season. I don't think he's that good. Um, I just kind of like a sit back, wait and see, show me type of thing. I, I think right now, I think you can't say he's, he's not, he's the worst quarterback in the AFC East. Arguably right now, the worst quarterback in the AFC or the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like until I see some more, I'd rather I'd rather have Carr over him. I'd rather have Mariota over him. I'd rather have Tua, you know, Josh Allen, everybody else. We just have to we, um, wait for more information, type of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna take it too. So the la- the last one, Jackson. Um, I don't know if you remember last year, but I do believe that I remember us talking about a dark horse team was the 49ers. Yeah, I really thought they were. Really thought they were flying under the radar a lot with some of the stuff they had going on. Looked like they were poised to have a good year. Yes, thought they'd we did. Be a dark horse team. We didn't, you know, we didn't think they'd be in the Super Bowl. Right, um, but that they'd go for the playoffs because they hadn't been there in a while. Yeah. Right. We thought we, but we thought they were. They had a good chance to be a contender. Mm-hmm. Um. So this year, my dark horse team. Can I guess? It's not officially decided. Okay. Okay. Can I tell you but mine? for take it or leave it, I okay. do want to say take it or leave it, the Browns are a dark horse team or a dark horse contender to be okay. the dark horse team. Okay. Okay. Here's here's the reason why I'm going to say yes, because 
that division is going to be funky this year. I just have a feeling, okay? I don't think the Ravens are going to be as dominant, you know, a la 14-2 and two on the year right. for that division. The Steelers are going to be better. That's actually my dark horse team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. With Big Ben coming back, with some additions that they made on defense, with um, Juju being healthy and James Conner being healthy, I really like Pittsburgh. I love their head okay. coach. They were in contention for the playoffs last year when they had almost nobody playing. So I look for them to kind of be a dark horse. But I also kind of feel like the Browns, like, they're making a case because OBJ is going to have to prove to the world, to his team, to himself, that he's the guy, right? Baker Mayfield isn't shooting any commercials during this COVID stuff, so that has to be a plus. Hopefully he's just looking at the playbook. Yep, new yep, yep. new coach. In backyard. You can only go up from the new head coach, right? Because Freddie Kitchen just wasn't it. He got promoted way too fast. Um new GM and all that. So I don't know if they're a contender. I don't have them being one right now, but I feel like that division is going to be weird. Then you add in Joe right. Burrow with Cincinnati. It's not going to be as clear cut as it was last year. That's for sure. Right. Mm. They're a contender. Good times, Jackson. Good times. They're a contender. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely up there like to be a potential dark horse team just because of uh, kind of flying under the radar right now. Yeah. Other than the, you know, occasional OBJ comment, life's life's fine. Life's fine. They added some significant pieces at O line. You got to give the big ugly some love, okay? Yeah. If the battle is won down in the trenches, and when you add some sure. key O line positions, that'll really help you out more than anything. If Baker all of a sudden has a bunch of time, who knows? Who knows? But uh, we'll that's see. It for take it or leave it. That's that's all I got. That's all five. That's all five. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Guys, uh, thank you so much for watching slash listening. Remember, you can find us where all podcasts can be found, all of your favorite places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash gopher2podcast. Leave a comment down below in the YouTube video, by the way, or even in the review of the uh, podcast itself. We'll be happy to read those, and we'll be happy to read the comments uh, at the beginning of the show. Join Mr. Casey. Casey's getting lonely down there, of course, being solo in his own comments. But Casey, shout out oh, to you for being the MVP. Hope it's going all well in Oklahoma, man. We'll get you a you have to get a TB12 jersey for Tampa. But guys, that, that's it from all of us here. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 5 of the podcast and we can't wait to continue all this next week with you. Alright, love you, bye. <laughs>